Motion is impossible. That's what Zeno of Elia said. And though I've disagreed with the idea every day this week in humanities class, sometimes I think I know what he meant. It's Wednesday, which is Lit Mag Day. Justin and Christina are ten minutes late. They are always ten minutes late. This doesn't bug me. I've learned to expect it. And if I run out of submissions, I can always work on layout or advertising or just sit here and read a book. Justin and Christina have all kinds of stuff to do after school. I just have Lit Mag. When the two of them finally arrive, they walk through the door holding hands and giggling. Justin has his SLR digital camera around his neck like always, and Christina is in a pair of yoga pants and an oversized Yale sweatshirt. Her hair is pulled back into a ponytail. Sorry we're late, she says. Justin apologizes, too. I had to take some candid shots of the usual suspects. Football practice, cheerleading, hockey team running their laps, yearbook crap. I went with him to help, Christina says. Could Amy Hall be any more obvious? Justin laughs. She actually posed for me hugging her tennis racket. It was gross. Christina says, adjusting her ponytail by grabbing two sides and yanking on them to center it on her perfect head. When the townies talk about her, they say, You know that's her natural color? They say, I bet her and that Justin Lampley will have some damn pretty kids. They say, I can't figure out why she hangs out with that weird neighbor girl. That's me. We're going up to Sparky's before they close for the season. You in? Christina knows the answer to this, but she asks it anyway. And she knows that I'd kill for a Sparky's root beer float, too. Can't. School night. You know the deal. Jones family small town rules. No going out on school nights unless for clubs, sports, or other school-related activities. Maybe Friday, then? It's their last night. It'll be packed, but worth it, she says. Uh, Chris, we have a double date on Friday night, Justin says. Oh, shit. My bad. Can't do Friday. Double date. It's so cute, isn't it? It's so 1950s. When I hear them talk like this, I close my eyes and picture Christina in a blue chiffon dress that poofs out right below her knees, pearls and satin heels. I picture Justin in tightly tailored pegged pants. They are at a sock hop, jitterbugging. People say, Did you hear those two double date every Friday night? Isn't that the way it's supposed to be? Justin looks at his watch. Are you done or what? I show him the empty submission box, and he pulls out his phone and starts to wander toward the door. You need a ride home? I ask Christina. She looks at Justin, who is already texting Chad. We know it's Chad, because Justin gets this look on his face when he texts Chad. Sure, she says. Justin is laughing at whatever clever text he just received and doesn't even hear us. By the time I turn off the lights in Ms. Steck's room, we've managed to nudge him into the hall and lock up. When we say goodbye, he grunts. Thumbs typing furiously on his little iPhone keypad. 
Christina says she has to grab something from her locker before we go, and she'll meet me at the front entrance. So I stop at the bathroom and my locker, too. By the time I get outside, I see Justin and Christina standing by Justin's car in the parking lot, talking to a gaggle of their sporty and popular friends. Everyone is nice to Justin, because if he likes you, there's a better chance you'll end up in the yearbook. If he doesn't like you... Let's just say Justin can make you look really good or really bad in a picture. Justin and Christina have been doing this dating thing since mid-sophomore year, so the people-being-overly-nice-to-Justin thing extends to her. Sometimes it even extends to me, too, if I show up at times like this when they are mobbed in the parking lot. But today I don't feel like it. They're all probably saying... Hope you win homecoming king and queen. You've got my vote. And stuff like that. I decide to get in my car and wait for the activity buses to leave. I reach into the glove compartment for a bottle of Rolades and shake out three to chew on. We say goodbye to Justin once the bus is clear and drive down Main Street of Christina's historic town. I don't call it my town because I don't think of it as my town. I still remember living in New York City and loving the smell of the sweaty steam coming through the subway vents and the vendor carts full of boiling hot dogs. That's my town, not Unity Valley. Unity Valley is Christina's town. <laughs>